when uh crack it on Any open and that was i'm never gonna use that <laughs> ever <laughs> Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club Podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about The Opposite of Magic by Colleen Cowley. It's a special night tonight. There's it magic in the air. Night. There is magic in the air. Magic in the air. Why Ray, is there magic in the air? Oh, I was going to ask you, why is it fun tonight? What's different? Because <gasps> we have a guest tonight. <laughs> Who is it? Hello. (laughs) We are so excited to have you here. Fucking stoked. (laughs) I had so much fun with you guys last time. I've been out of my head excited ever since you guys talked about how I was going to come back in January. So, yes. Um, I looked up when we, when you were last on the show and it was 20 episodes ago. It was episode 35 and this is episode 55. Wow. A lot of things have happened, man. A, a lot, lot of things, things have happened. happened. Yeah, that was back in April, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. It has been, a, it's been an age. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you released like seven books since then. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and no, seriously though, too. Yes. Yes. Lots of changed. Lots of yeah. things have happened. Because I remember the last time you were here, like after we were done recording, we were talking about my book. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'll read it for you. And I was like, what? How, why would you do that for me? Yeah. And you have read my book. Mm-hmm. I did. Yes. And it was, <laughs> it was fantastic. Yes. Yes. It's I'm very, very good. Beautiful. Yeah. Soul crushing, but absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yes. Yes. Both of you have made me cry in this past <laughs> month. Thank you. Okay. There is... I want to say that they Ray, in my yes. defense, my books are usually pretty lighthearted. And True. you know, there's I, I make you laugh too, I hope. True. But I mean yes. Veronica yes. like rips our heart out repeatedly yes. and stomped on it. And there were yes. moments where I just stared at my husband with watery eyes for <laughs> until I made him uncomfortable. Like that is how <laughs> broken I was by that pretty book. So yes. He's reading through your comments, through your, as Ray says, your peanut gallery comments yes. in the in the document. And um, I got to the part where I, it was in one of her letters where she says, like, I don't know if you remember. And you wrote, yeah, I remember because I also thought I was insane. I was <laughs> yes, that really did happen. Yeah, that was one of the times I made him uncomfortable. He's just like, what is wrong with you? When yeah. she, when she, when I finished her book and I, and I texted her, I said, well, I finished. I said, I said, I think something like, well, fucking thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making me fucking cry. You asshole. I said, yes, with your beautiful fucking book. Um, <laughs> because I said, <laughs> I told her, I said, you made all the right choices. I said, the choices that I think other authors wouldn't have taken. She made the really good, you made the right choice. Cause I think some authors might've taken a, a play, taken a different route and this one made complete fucking sense. So yeah. Yes. So realistic. So healthy. Yes. Yes. Such a good, yes. mature way yep. to handle things. Mm-hmm. But God, did it piss me off though? Yes. <laughs> it break my heart. Yes. yes. She did put me back together again, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I promise I will. 
this is, so uh, yesterday she was working on her bio, her author bio, <laughs> and I was giving her suggestions because she was like, this, <laughs> I was is, reading. this is really hard. <laughs> and I was just like, you can be like, I live in this state and am nourished by reader's tears. That's about <laughs> Yeah. I am going to put that in a mug because I think mm-hmm. it's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's oh, Tina Tisha, cheers, Scott Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> you are both lovely human beings, and I really do appreciate you reading my book and saying nice things about it. All well, true. we also have something to celebrate tonight, too. I mean, SL does have something to celebrate. Of course well, she does. What do you have to celebrate, my dear? <laughs> I, um... I released a book yesterday and it currently has a bestseller banner from Amazon. And I'm very excited about that. Guys. <laughs> and the book is fucking gorgeous. I mean, just like her other books are all fucking gorgeous. This book is beautiful. Also beautiful. the cover, like I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but the cover is also so beautiful. Yes. Yes. Sam yeah, Jupiter is responsible for that cover and she is, they, they are actually, I've never met them. So they are incredibly talented. Um, and yeah, St. Jupiter. Oh. Yeah. It's, um, it's no, this is in the same, is this in the same world as the other books? No, it isn't. This is a completely okay. different world. Um, just, yeah. To mix things up, brand new sandbox. New sandbox. I like that. <laughs> I like it, and it's just it's it's some it's it, it like it's a little bit like your short story that was in in the mm-hmm. in and I loved that. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I mean Baba Yaga. I mean bring Baba Yaga back. So yes. yay! <laughs> and there's the most adorable character that is a cat, and <laughs> that is all I'm going to say about that. Oh look at I rhymed. Um. <laughs> Bernard the cat is just a really awesome character. I mean, and for a sidekick is so cool. It's so cool. And it's exactly what the like relationship you want with your animal. And, yeah. yeah. I, I love writing romance. That's always going to be my favorite thing. We, we are here because we love kissing books. Like, right. oh, yes. romance. Mm-hmm. but it was fun to put a bit, you know, a bigger emphasis on friendship in that, mm-hmm. in this last book and the relationship between Bernard, her familiar, her, her demon familiar, who's a cat and rain was just, well, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun mm-hmm. to write. And it's a different relationship. That's also really important. You know, yes. we're still, we're still here for the kissing books. We're still here for the romance. And the romance but. is pretty great in it too. Because I love <laughs> faded mates. So I love yeah, that. I'm a sucker for faded mates. Like mm-hmm. I as a person in my real life, I'm not really into that. But like you give me a book that has faded mates in it, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Why? Yes. I don't get it. Yes. It's this finality of you know it, there was actually I noticed um somebody posted on I think it was on Instagram that they had this dance it must have been a um a dance installation or an art installation of these two dancers and it was like what was supposed to be soulmates and it had him on one side and it was like a revolving rotating stage and they actually it was such oh, a yeah. focal force was keeping them kind of like back and forth and she'd run up to him and he'd walk away and and it was like how and then when they finally came together as soulmates and how they blended together it was beautiful and it was like kind of like that you know um the things that bring you to and how the soulmates come together i think is probably what draws us in it's like how these two find each other in all of the cacophony that's around us possibly i don't know maybe that's why probably no agreed 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll have just to find it. It's send it to you guys. It's really, it's really beautiful. It's kind of one of those like, and of course they're dancers. So of course they're, you know, amazing. Yeah. Um, the, I'm so excited for tonight, guys. I'm so excited. I'm so I excited. Too. I made it myself a drink. I'm going to so drink it. Tell us what is in this drink. Okay. So you just had a martini shaker and everything. Oh my God. Look at you. So, you know, oh my God. What is that is, black or is it green? It is black. It's black liquor that I made myself. I mean, I didn't make the li- the vodka, black, black vodka that I made myself. I colored it. Mm. And it has. I thought you were sir- just making booze in your bathtub or something. Like, <laughs> not there yet. Close. Like with a potato. And- <laughs> you know, the potatoes. <laughs> I keep that for my desert island. Um, Get your shit and check every other vegetable. <laughs> It has simple syrup and lemon juice in it and besides the vodka. And now I'm going to throw some uh, champagne on top of it. It is called a dark magic. Mm. I have not tasted this, so it could taste like garbage. I don't know. We'll find out. It could have been a little darker. It'll be bubbly garbage. That ain't garbage. That's not garbage. It's not garbage. It's not garbage. It's got lemon and simple syrup in it. How bad could it be? It's, um, also I can't taste. So, okay. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) It tastes. It, I taste the lemon because it's tart, but it's not garbage. It'll get me where I need to be. Anyhow, <laughs> guys, what do we do, folks? What do we do on this podcast? Um, did we cover all of our bright spots? I'm not sure. We, we haven't really even did. done it yet. That's what okay. I'm <laughs> Well, I don't know. We already talked about some good things. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was just like, you know, we already did. I mean, you know, I don't have anything because I got fucking COVID. So there's nothing happy (laughs) over here. It's a fetid, (laughs) toiling cauldron of pus on this side. So again, no. (laughs) I got a new pair of Converse that I can't wear anywhere because I can't go outside. What do they look like? (laughs) They're red. They're they're low top red ones. I was like, because my green are actually falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mr. Veronica always wears his shoes to that point where, like, they they're literally just falling apart. Yeah, well, and um, a certain um, canine doesn't help. Um, and then I'm not going to see Beetlejuice tomorrow, so so sorry. It's all right. So so bad. It's all right. Uh, I, I mean, I can't even say mask up because I fucking masked up and I still got it. So, um, it. <sighs> I guess, I mean, yes, please mask up and also get vaccinated and get boosted because um, the fewer people who transmit it, the fewer times it can morph into something new. Yeah. So if and everyone it- could try and remember that the <laughs> pandemic isn't over. Yeah, we. I mean, um, my office is closed until next Friday because um, we can't be obviously around to other people because there was like half of the staff is out with COVID. So anywho, uh, that's all the bright shit I got going on. Um, I just took a screenshot of your uh, bestseller. <laughs> Ooh, <thank laughs> because you. I was just super excited to see it. Yay! So there, there's it that. might be added to this. Uh, It'll this probably episode. be added to the Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> nice, love it. Wow. Does <laughs> anybody have anything else to add, bright spotty wise? Um, my bright, my bright top was going to be that I'm getting very close to publishing. Like good things happen this week. And I have something to write for you. Yes. 
Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> Besides just this, the Phil Collins lyric that is in my head constantly, two hearts beating oh just one time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I finally I think I did write my author bio. Um, but oh, I also great. have an LLC and like a fictitious name. You were adulting hard. I am I've week. adulted so very hard this week. So you, you were. I was impressed. Yeah, so I'm like on it and just waiting for my editor to get back to me. And she told me it would be in the next week. So, Ooh, are you so excited? Yes. Or so stressed um, or so both at the same time? All of all of it. Um, every emotion. Lots yes. of like sweating, just sweating. So you wanna, do, you, do you want me to send you some Delta 9? Will that help you no, out? I don't think I'm good. I, I don't know if that'll counteract with my antidepressants, you know? No, no, no. You just be like, I'm just going to sit here and watch whatever Hallmark movies or something. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds so good. Like I just like really you know, I can day. only take one, and I can't read. <laughs> if I I can watch movies, and that's about on television. That's all I can do. If I take one, because then I can at least pay attention to the movies. But more than that, I no. no. I'll watch. I'll watch like more <laughs> holiday movies. Dude, where's my car? Oh my god! I've actually never seen that movie, and I'm not sorry about it. It's okay. I think I have. Did they? Ray, did you see Dude Words My Car? I saw it a long time ago and I remember I, I remember Me too, but and is that is that the one? Do they get chased by ostriches in that movie? I believe because then so. I have. Then I have seen it. Sadly, I have seen that movie many, many over a decade ago. Years. Yeah. It's in that like uh that wheelhouse of the of the aughts where it was like okay to be completely racist in a movie and towards Asian people and everyone was like, that's fine. That's Ooh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, because they go to uh, they pull up to a um, drive in drive through, and I'm not going to repeat the joke, but yeah, I was like, cool, awesome, so glad this is filmed for perpetuity. Awesome. Is wait, how is this related to the ostriches? <laughs> Just it's not. Oh, it's not. No, they wake up because they're like they're so stoned, and they wake up the next morning and they don't know where they're at and where obviously their car is. Their car is right, and they both have tattoos. One says um dude the other one says sweet and he's like what's mine say he's like dude he was like oh i remember yeah, that yeah promo. yeah yes. yeah yeah oh, that's the Ashton level of Kutcher. yeah uh ostriches run really fast just fyi and are huge apparently like yes they're very tall mm-hmm. yeah um, like basically once upon a time after like yes they're they're quite tall um i used to know people who raised ostriches i've lived a really weird life you guys um, you also knew someone who raised pigs to like dress up yeah yeah <laughs> i also grew up on a farm so i literally also had pigs and peacocks and cows down the street i've had a really weird life anywho so <laughs> Hey guys, I got a quiz for you guys. <clears throat> What's your quiz? All right. <clears throat> Do you have <clears throat> two up or are we I have gonna... two? No, I have the same one. Two, two so you can both answer okay. and I'll all right. All right. <clears throat> all right. I don't know what I, I don't know why it's phrased this way, but it's fucking BuzzFeed. So you know, take it as it is. Eat, eat, and eat some more to find out which literary character matches your problematic energy. I'm gonna... <laughs> We're going to read you to filth. I don't know what any of this means. I don't know if it's... it's... Anyhow, choose a breakfast. Would you rather have a scone, cold pizza, coffee, or a jelly donut? Coffee. I I was going to say coffee, too. I want coffee. 
Okay. <laughs> Who functioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm a Lunch. halfway nice person in the first place. If I don't have coffee, I'm just like a brutal bitch. Um, <laughs> lunch, ham and cheese, leftover Chinese takeout, salad, or wings with sauce. Wings with sauce. Okay. Wait, what was the first one? Uh, ham and cheese. And cheese. Yeah. Oh, come on. Hold on. Come on, BuzzFeed. I it's want a- to know what my problematic energy I know. Is. I thought you were going to read me to filth. Yeah. <laughs> cradle of filth. Um, oh my God. Cradle of filth. <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> well, it, my, my mouse decided it was like, I don't want to work right now. Oh, that's oh, okay then. Hold on. I got to refresh it because, because, because of course I do. Cause this fucking Buzzfeed. They need to feed their buzz a little bit more, I think. Or perhaps they've done too much. They've done a little much. Did you guys know the baked Alaska that one of those um guys that was in the insurrection was uh was a BuzzFeed uh, had been a BuzzFeed author or journalist? No, I did not know that. This of course does not want to work. Now you no. son of a whore. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> strong words. Very, very strong words. It, yeah, it's it's just not. Used. I love that you still have your Christmas decorations up back there. Oh, those aren't coming oh, down anytime soon. I don't have the energy <laughs> to fucking deal with it. Oh, I, I'm not upset about it. Actually, I te- I technically still have one tree up right there, um, but there's no lights on it. Well, actually, that's a lie. There are lights on it. It's just not plugged in. Well, and most of the ones that we, obviously on the ceiling are the ones that are that, that light down here. So it's, um, but the, I do have my Christmas tree up in the corner because I I love it. I love it. It's it's beautiful. I love Christmas. Also, I still have garland on my ceiling. There you go. <laughs> okay, so um, I, no, I guess this quiz is just not going to work for me tonight. Oh, bummer. I was well, so stoked. You know what? Sometimes it just doesn't work out. It doesn't work out because it won't. Uh, wait, hold on. Maybe. Maybe, baby. Okay, I think I got it working. Yes, I got it working. Okay, Thank God. So, I know. Fucking hold the press. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Veronica, what do you want? Oh, uh, ham and cheese, please. Okay. Okay, snack time. Tea and cookies, chocolate bar, chips, buttered popcorn. I want cookies, but I don't want tea. I want... <laughs> Well, you don't have to drink the tea. You can just have the cookie. I, I guess I'll pick that then, but I'm just, you know. I want okay. popcorn. I want cookies. Okay. <laughs> oh, cookies. What's for dinner? Sausage and potatoes, pasta, enchiladas, or sloppy joes? Enchiladas. Okay. Make sure I'm on the right one. Veronica? Given the podcast, I'm going to say sausage. yeah all right oh we have two more yep two more choose your dessert fruit tot brownie a la mode fresh strawberries or fried dough with powdered sugar fried dough with powdered sugar fuck me okay (laughs) i think i think we go with brownie a la mode that sounds delicious all right and finish it all up with a late night snack pudding Wine, more coffee, or Oreos? Wine. <laughs> Oreos, more cookies. Give me all the cookies. Delicious. 
Double stuff. Okay. What's your favorite Oreo? Double stuff, definitely. Yeah. Right. Like, like no question. question. Yeah. What literary <laughs> fucking quick character is this? You Do we have the same, the same one? What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's Olivia the pig. You're literally a drama queen and a wild animal. Try calming down. I- Hang on. Olivia the I love pig. Olivia the pig. She, oh, do you know oh, it's, it's from a, PBS? It's it's a child it's a children's book. It is. Oh, okay. And she well, is she's awesome. But Okay, well then awesome. Then you guys that's that's I thought it was going to be like, you know, <laughs> right, like Jane or something. Yeah, yes, right, Jane Eyre. No. Yeah. I was like, okay. I had All forgotten right. like Stackhouse something I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so but okay, Olivia the pig. Yep, you yeah. both got it. I mean, I had forgotten. Uh, my daughter got was like briefly into Olivia on PBS. Yeah, I forgot why I chose to like not get that. I'm, I'm going to go through and see what they have. hold on. Okay, chocolate pasta. That huh. that Bridget Jones. See, that's what I was For thinking. Veronica. No, though, and you both got Olivia. Okay. No, but I just went Bridget- through. I just went through real quick and just. I was like, I know there was another person. I think I got Bridget Jones before too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. That was uh, uh, not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's all right. You know, I I still I like knowing that apparently Olivia the pig is my spirit animal. I didn't yeah. know that. So good yeah, job, Buzzfeed. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Could not yeah. have fallen asleep tonight without that information. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I know you both are going to be late. Whew. bucket list <laughs> checked off yep on it got it fulfilled something like on that list deep-seated need in my heart yep mm-hmm. all right <laughs> yeah i got some cards here and Perfect. i'm uh oh, gonna yes. pick one at random how many more do we have oh too many um <laughs> oh god okay. all right hold on me channel my richard Attenborough. <clears throat> This is a two out, two out of five sideways straddle technique, an experimental position that is meant to warm, warm the woman up for deeper penetration later on. He is behind her and she scissors her legs between his, inserts her pe- his penis, and the couple grind together. Oh, let's see if I can get on the camera. There you go. Okay. Hmm. Sideways straddle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Folks with a sideways straddle. <laughs> Two out of five. I'm gonna say, uh, fuck you, cards. I think that's a little bit more difficult than uh, a two out of five. Um, these cards are crazy. We still don't know if that's difficulty or hotness. We don't, because it depends on well, and they even the instructions even say it depends on what you want. No, that's not how these cards work, asshole. That's not how Dear Adam and Eve. Dear enemies, for one sponsor us too. Yeah. How you play your games? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> wait, wait, we gotta be specific about that because there's, there's some games that we don't want to play with Adam and Eve. <laughs> no. Uh, Sunny messaged me earlier today and said that she had to take her car to Safe Light, and it, I like nearly screamed, "Sponsor <laughs> us!" Like, Safe Light repair, Safe Light replace. <laughs> <laughs> like they can hear me. It was just like a us. gut reaction. <laughs> yes. We will not sponsor us. Even though we said us. do you they, would you repair a, would you repair a windshield <laughs> if you were fucked into it by Superman? 
Shocker, they want to sponsor us. I, I can't imagine why. We're such a wholesome show. <laughs> what no. is it that your husband calls us? The fuck podcast? The fuck show. Are you talking? The it's fuck. the fuck show. Yes. Yep. Oh, is that the fuck show? It is. Yeah. <laughs> that would be <laughs> poor family. <laughs> my mom oh, sent me a really sweet message about like something I, she's like i'm so proud of you blah 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 she's like but you need to clean up your mouth i was like yeah you, it's too late now it's, it's <laughs> fucking too late, late. Too late. Was, the, was the compliments because you were talking about letting her be on didn't she want to be on? oh my god she does she's never gonna be on no she's not gonna be on the show <laughs> mama ray and mama veronica i would die uh, i think no. your fans are we'd have uh, to read like are one of that oh my god no my we mom, have to find we, something labeled sweet romance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Jesus H. Christ. Oh, uh, no. My mom is no, no. She's for one. She'd probably have a glass of wine and then it would be all over. It would just be, <laughs> it would be all over. <clears throat> uh, Mama Veronica also very low tolerance. And um, she, she'd just be like, I've, I have driven her home after she's had a half of a glass of wine, you guys. <laughs> it's, <not, laughs> it's kind of sad, you know? <laughs> but I think I told you at Christmas what she was, what mine was doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with my booze gravy. And she, I was looked over and I was like, oh my, oh my, <laughs> oh my Jameson's gone. Because <laughs> she had been sneaking it all day. <laughs> you know, listen, the holidays are a time. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes we just have to do what we need to do to get through. Just get through it. Okay. Well, we're not going to get through. We're going to wait. I was going to try to segue. That's the worst segue. So <laughs> let's try to, I'm going to segue right now. I'm on a segue. You're on a segue. <laughs> I'm on a segue. Um, just like Joe Booth. Um, and <laughs> um, we're going to discuss this wonderful book, mm-hmm. Opposite of Magic, right now. But first, we're going to take. We're going to crack it on open. And that was, I'm never going to use that. <laughs> Ever... <laughs> I have not been drinking, guys. <laughs> I mean, I have been right now, but not before this. <laughs> I haven't eaten, so that's probably what the problem is. Okay, we'll be back in two, in two. And we're back. We're back, bitches. <laughs> and we are also back with our celebrator. Yes. So <laughs> She's like, I, I can't believe this is how I'm spending my Saturday night. Yeah, right. <laughs> there is no better way. There is no way I would rather spend my Saturday night than with Veronica and Ray talking Aww. about sexy that, so that is the way to spend it. Well, Sometimes. I'm going to say, I thought we were going to get a sexy time in this book at some point. I was like, a sexy time ball happen? <laughs> I mean, I I wondered, but like, then I we will get to it. But like, then it, it happens. And it happens actually like makes, a, like, it actually hits the right place. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Definitely a slow bird. Yeah. It, it does hit the right place. Uh-huh. Says, um, but like it, it does in the context of the story it does make sense that it happens where it does right right like yeah. i think if it yeah. happened any earlier it would have been awkward yeah mm-hmm. agreed yeah and For there trust was a issues. time later so 
No, I, uh, yeah, there's, it's interesting, the trajectory of this book. It's very interesting. Yes, it is interesting. Yes, it is very interesting. All right, let's talk about it. Okay, we can talk about it. Um, I actually have, so, Steph, have you read, like, I know that you are a fan of Colleen Kelly. Huge, huge. Had you read this before, or was this the first time? No, so this, I read, um, obviously, Gaslamp is my favorite. She has a Gaslamp trilogy that I, am completely in love with and have read i read those in like one weekend just unput downable <laughs> amazing and then but i knew i knew about its existence so it's, it was on my you know mountainous tbr pile so yeah, but ending. at ray's suggestion i was like yes i would love a reason to read this right now so that's awesome because yeah, we're trying I'm to so think glad. of something to read with you and we're like oh wait yeah because I, I i picked it up because it was on one of the stuff your kindle um yes. days and uh, i was like oh well wait about what about this and so Excellent. 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 Yeah. And it's like, it's like nine and a half years old. Mm-hmm. It was her first book, wasn't it? It was is. It was her first her, book. Yeah. It's her yeah. debut. Yes. Oh and my it's, God. it's precious. Like I, yeah, <laughs> I loved it. It's, I yeah. would not have guessed that this was no. anyone's debut novel. No, I know. Colleen has this magic power where her writing is like flawless and very tight. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I would not have yes. guessed. It was very good. I enjoyed it very much. And, well, and yeah, damn. and it reads really fast too. It, it like does. it moves. It moves very fast. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. All right. Well, it's tell like, us what a move. Summarize it for us. Give okay, us a summation. <clears throat> <laughs> the worst. Okay. Emily Daggett's childhood dream of finding a wizard just came true. Fifteen years late, and in the entirely wrong way. Alexander Hartgrave is a 30-year-old IT worker instead of a proper silver-haired mage, and they dislike each other the mo- the minute they meet. I mean, okay, maybe he starts to grow on her, like mold, sarcastic and weirdly attractive mold, but he's annoyingly resistant to the idea that he ought to be teaching her magic and ushering her on an adventure. She'll get one out of him if it's the last thing she does. That couldn't go entirely wrong, could it? Uh, what else we need to add in there? So they work together. Um, they do. Well, they work at the same college. <clears throat> She's a history professor, professor of ma- history of magic. Yep. Yes. Yes. History of magic. And uh, she sees him doing magic. And, uh, and she finds out that she can't do magic. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's a... I know. What a oh, bummer. Such a <laughs> you huge fucking whole... letdown. Yeah, it was. Fucking career to it. And all of a sudden, like, yeah, everybody could do it but you. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I messaged, I messaged, I, I sent a message to Colleen. And it was like, you're mean. Like, yeah. that's all she wants. You're mean. <laughs> yeah. She thought that was really funny. Step on your dreams. Let me you're just right. step on them. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna, like, you know. Taste your tears, Scott Betterman. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But because she ha- she is so interested in it and has like devoted her whole life to it, she wants to know more. And so she's really uh she basically like strikes up a deal with him that he will have to answer like one question a day. Because then of course she knows his secret mm-hmm. that he can do magic. Yeah. And that he has like a secret room magic. in the basement. Yeah. And so basically they've blackmailed each other into like, he's like, I'll answer one question a day for you. Fine. In order for you to not tell my secret. And 
and there's bad guys. There's there's a big yeah. evil corporation, and they form what I was getting in my brain can see calling the geriatric Avengers. Half <laughs> 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 of like, the Avengers in this team are like over the age of sixty. Yeah, <laughs> so, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Um, <laughs> but she like learns how to wield her non no no mage her non magic. Yeah. Oh, poor yeah. Emily. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? The like, one wish, just the one. One wish. One. The one yes. fucking wish. And actually, had. I I love the way she reacted to it when she finds out because she does tend to be adorably overdramatic, and the way she responds when she finds out that she's basically anti magic is, "I am become death, the destroyer of worlds." <laughs> the world's and she just yes! like, it was so cute. I loved her reaction. <laughs> That play, plays a kind of a central role in yes. this book. It's so nice, yeah. actually. Oh, Chau- Chau- Chaucer without the H. <laughs> I also love that they call the basement in the Inferno. Yeah, <laughs> abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, do you think it, I'm trying to think what else would we need to add? Because I don't want to get too much again. Because I mean, we don't give too much away. Because you yeah. know, we lose. We don't. If the big set pieces are like kind of revealed like halfway through the book so mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's probably good for what we need to talk you know for for our discussion um so on this podcast how we review is we build a compliment sandwich so the top one is something that we liked about the book um our pro um the <laughs> <laughs> slippery middle is um uh the meat something we might not have cared about as much uh, cared for as much and then we like to end on a high note so it'll be the other pro something we did like about the book um so who would like to give me their pro first i oh, would I... love for our guests to start okay awesome awesome okay i'm ready for this all right my favorite <laughs> thing <laughs> was the banter the banter between them <laughs> yes. was adorable so cute they're so and so you guys talk on the show about one and because it's one of my favorite things too so it sticks in my head is you guys talk about how we love those backhanded compliments yes <laughs> heartgrave like that's his whole love language is he's just constantly like you know the, i think the um ray always likes to give the example of like i love your stupid face you know yes like, yes and your handsome stupid that. face yep yes, you love that i love that and that is him like everything he says everything yes. that comes out of his mouth is basically like backhanded compliments yes yes yep yeah um, i think i wrote i wrote down one of my favorite ones um oh yes he's this is heartgrave talking he says you should come with a warning person before you is brighter than she appears <laughs> love i love that he calls her daggett i just love it i, I do love too. it and i love that she calls him heartgraves it just is a Mulder and scully thing and i Mulder, fucking yeah. love it love yeah. it I think it's really cute. I think he only really calls her Emily like one time. I think it's, I think not. Yeah. And it's not even when it's not even during the time that you think he'd call her Emily. No, right. (laughs) No, no, Mm -mm. no. Oh, I do. I love the banter. I mean, (laughs) or when he just doesn't answer and he just doesn't like, he, she's like, she keeps, she's, I mean, in, in a, in other words, terms, she nags him pretty much nags him to like, she does her about, and he's like, resistant very resistant and he's just like every time she's like here's a question he's like nope <laughs> nope new another question nope keep moving on yeah it was really um, really cute at one point uh she says oh wait hang on i don't 
I have to like get to it. Uh, she says, it must take practice being so completely unbearable. And he says, <laughs> not at all. You're quite inspiring. <laughs> all the time, yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. I really enjoyed that. Um, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of like snappy back and forth kind of comments between them, which I which was hysterical, especially for the first half. Especially for the first half. Because then, you know. <laughs> You're a, get real. you're a menace, he said, scowling deeply. I'm telling you, it's not my fault. He crossed his arms. It most certainly is. Just to place the thing, Dr. Daggett, he said in an even silkier tone than normal. The day you get another computer to torture is a day I'm no longer working here. <laughs> Did anybody ever get that? Like, you remember, um, there used to be a Saturday Night Live sketch with Jimmy Fallon where he played the IT guy. And he can be like, and he can like move the person and make like he was like the obnoxious IT guy, and that's kind of like what like I can imagine. Like, why can't you figure this out? Like, (laughs) kind of how I figured pictured Hargrave. Like, oh, everything for you, (laughs) and then her breaking it because she doesn't have magic is even more frustrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Ray. Do you want to go next? Um, I really, so talk about like, um, there's a a part in this. I actually like, I like the aspect of her not having magic. It reminds me, it played a little bit onto me. Like it reminded me a little bit of Good Omens because there is a character in Good Omens, um, Nate Pulsifer, who is um, like, he's he's, (laughs) the witch finder general. Um, But he... (laughs) At one place plays this huge part in the how it all how it all ends up like how it all wraps up because he's the one who has he doesn't have magic and pretty much kind of does what happens in this book um as uh, and saves the day in general and but he can't he can't keep jobs down because every time he tries to go work somewhere he can't like he breaks the computer because he's he, like <laughs> he, technology is like against him and there's just so something so sweet of being so hapless and there's something sweet about emily being she is very hapless in this like yes. until she finds out that she she can wield her like non-magic in uh, an effective and defensive way she's very hapless like and i think there's something to be said for the heroic decisions that she makes even knowing she is kind of hapless um and uh like she's in a pre- you know, like in the situation with her or you know she doesn't have tenure she's in a job that she really doesn't like that much but she does but she has to work it and she has nowhere to go she she barely she can barely afford the place that she's living and she just seems like at a crossroads and this all just seems to be like culmination of like what the best circumstances for her, like, like, like it, it's fate. Talk, we talk about fate and mates, but it's like fate. This is fate for her. And um, she's kind of finds a purpose with her no magic. So it is such a bummer when she finds out she doesn't have it, but it is such a, but look what you can do with it. And I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But for sure. Yeah. I like that a lot. Hey, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um. I was going to say one of the things I really loved about this book was the choices that Callie makes because simple little things that bring levity aside from their banter. For example, when he takes her out for food for the first time and Callie chose to make it Mexican foo because the (laughs) D had been burned out. 
Like, yes, <clears throat> just that simple little detail. That's such a good decision that she made that like lightens things up and makes it funny. And just, I don't know, to me, that's something that, again, what shocks me about the fact that this is her first book, like that excellent mm-hmm. instinct to be like, right. And she, this and, thing is funny. And the, and sh- and the guy who owns it is a German who doesn't yes, like, who like speaks German, who's got a Mexican restaurant, like, what yes why like it's so weird why would you do that and then i forget later way later she uh emily says something like she tries to repeat something that um like an insult essentially that uh heartgrave had said or one of them had said during that first encounter in mexican foo and uh she pronounces it incorrectly and so Willie is like, what are you talking? Why did you just call me that? And and then they realize, oh, like, yes. I forget. It's she he was it's calling him like a nincompoop, yeah. but I don't yeah. remember like what the actual word was supposed to be because she gets it wrong. Um, and right now I can't find it. I of course had to um I was reading on my actual Kindle and um I couldn't like just I don't have like the translate, whatever. And so I had to like I had my phone in one hand and like my Kindle in the other hand. <laughs> trying to figure what the fuck he was saying i was like my german doesn't go this far i got it i think um, yeah he says um wait 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 wait. i just i just i literally just had it what the fuck oh yeah here um are you all right okay so sorry i'm fine okay i'm gonna i'm gonna cut over that um heartgrave had just called what heartgrave had called him such an onslaught spincel and his mouth opening, making a strange gurgling. Are you all right? She leaned towards him, trying to remember what a stroke stroke looked like. Unbossed <laughs> 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 uh, himself. He choked out the word. You think I am a seizure paintbrush? Hargrave <laughs> in your restaurant? No. He laughed so hard it took him a moment to answer. To a moment to answer. Ein Falschspinspiel. Ninkumpoop. <laughs> seizure paintbrush funny that is objectively funny yes that was not like a necessary detail but was such a good callback Mm -hmm. to the beginning of or not the beginning but like an earlier part in the book which is so is so sweet yes yeah well i love and like when when they when they go to the mexico food for the first time when when he introduces them and and I actually tra- I went and put I copied all of his, all the German soon as yeah. uh, Vili shows up and I, I like start copying because I knew he was going to be he gives her a look he gives <coughs> Emily a look and he says something like oh I see why you haven't been around because you've got a girl yeah yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yep. yeah um, yeah I had put it like in the notes um, you have customers you idiot I have an idiot as a customer um, yeah I I very much enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. he was funny yes I'm, and i liked bernie too um so bernie is the other part of the geriatric avengers um G- avengers anyhow um <laughs> um and he's like he's another history professor i think he's medieval history renaissance that sounds right yeah rena- well he'd been medieval because he's talking about chaucer so probably wouldn't have been mm-hmm. evil <laughs> sorry um and he's he's he has a line at one point and it's very sweet. And he says something along the lines of like, you know, 
if I had been braver, I wouldn't be going home to no one or something like that. Or like, I would have been, I wouldn't be going home to nothing. Like, and cause she's kind of like questioning whether she should be part of this. And, and, you know, is, is she making a mistake with, with, you know, I mean, again, it's a romance novel. So she's with Hart Graves at some point <laughs> and she's like, am I making a mistake? And he's like, you know, you know, if I had been making, you know, if I, it was something along the lines of like, if I hadn't made the same mistake or something like that, I wouldn't be walk, going home by myself tonight. Like, and that's, it was, it was heartbreaking. I was like, Oh, that's going to be me. It's yeah. fine. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm so kidding. I got my dog. It's fine. We are really taking a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. All right. So now we move on to something we, you know, we, you know, not just a meat, just something we might not have liked as much. So. And when I throw me a, um, a meat, <laughs> slap me in the face with some meat. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> anyone I- listen to this podcast? I'm <laughs> single, ready to mingle. <laughs> you've, you've seen that James Brown thing, right? No. Where he goes, I'm single, I'm ready to mingle. You haven't seen this? No. Oh my God. All right. I'll find it. You send and I'll send it to you. Steph, okay. please go ahead. <laughs> Slippery middle as Ray likes to call it. Yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of already said it a little bit. I did. Me- I, I mentioned that I messaged her because I just felt so bad for Emily. Her whole life. All she wants is to do magic. And there, yeah. and, and you know, at the same time, I admire that calling doesn't ever bail her characters out there's that's a good thing yeah but i'm such a cozy yeah. a lover of cozy i would have really loved it if she could have just done like one freaking <laughs> bit of magic yeah yeah <laughs> instead of being yeah. the embodiment of anti-magic like, yeah like at the, like the last minute like all of a sudden but i mean what she right. does is pretty fucking awesome though, I, I know have to it say. is yeah. yes it is it is and it's totally great and it, and obviously it all works out for the best you know this is right. this is a standalone it's romance you know you should not no one should be surprised that there's going to be an hea but yeah. uh um yeah so that that was kind of one thing and then the other thing is this is this is really stupid as a con it doesn't even work but colleen is one of my favorite gas lamp authors so the mm-hmm. audacity of her writing modern stories i was like <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Colleen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, doing the, it well, rude. Yeah, the computers yeah. threw me. I was like, rude. wait, hold on, what? Yeah, <laughs> rude. Yes. <laughs> wait a second, Colleen. <laughs> that's rude. like that's like ordering a milkshake, enjoying the milkshake, and then being angry that it wasn't a cheeseburger. So that's one hundred percent a me issue. But <laughs> but that is uh, those would be like I my like two. To speak to somebody about this. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to speak to someone. This milkshake is delicious, but why isn't it a freaking hamburger? That's basically what I. <laughs> yes, yes, it's not the kind of carb I wanted. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> where's the bread? Yeah. <laughs> well, so mine's kind of similar. Is I just I wanted a little bit more, um, but but mm, you know what, Veronica, why don't you do yours first? Because my con leads to my pro. My bottom okay. bun. So that's fine. Okay. Um, there, there's little to not like in this book. This book is right. very well done. Yeah. Um, I was kind of irked, and I, I'm not going to say what because this like would give away a significant thing, but there's like a misunderstanding or like a purposeful misleading toward like in the second mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. maybe like the last quarter of the book that annoyed me because I was like, you, and it annoyed one of the characters as well, you know, but it was just like, I, I guess I really felt with Daggett in that moment because she was just like, you dumbass, you know, like, well, why <laughs> yeah. would you do that? Yeah. And I, fe- I also felt that I was like, you have like willfully, you made that choice. Oh and yeah. It was not a yeah. good, like not Cowley's choice, but like you, this character made this choice and it was a dumb choice. Mm-hmm. No. And I was actually, I, I can't, we can't talk about it now. Yeah. Um, I wasn't at, I would like your guys' input when we go to break. Cause I have a, I have a question uh, about that whole thing. So sure. Yeah. Fair. No, I, I agree a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. It, I was just annoyed. Cause it's one of those, how do you write this character back from that? Yes. I mean, it yeah. really is like, oh, you're getting late in this book. Like we were at 90% and I'm thinking like, how are you going to bring us back from this? Like, right. what is going to happen? What is different? What does she not know that is true? You know, like, so I yeah. was trying to like, my brain was trying to figure out where we were going to go, which, you know, from a reading standpoint, fucking good job, Colleen. But like, yeah, yeah. And then you find out the rest of it. And I was just like, you, I would have smacked you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Like you yeah. just put all of us, including the people reading through all of this when for it no was, fucking reason. Yep. Dickhead. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's it. Mine is I I wanted some more um just a little bit more about the organization and um and the like the 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 people the what do they call them anti-diadex? Uh I think so. And I think so people who have magic they don't know they have magic um and so i would have liked to know a little bit more about that just because from like and being a standalone it's kind of like oh man i'm not gonna know like kind of like oh yeah. man <laughs> what the hell and like knowing more about the organization what's going to happen with the organization and like how it came to be how does this all work like those sort of things this goes into my pro just because and i'm sure stephanie you could probably back me up on this one is sometimes with fantasy authors will design to death a yes. world where it's so over, like every single time like every like you know a pen has to be something fucking not a pen you're like it's a pen it doesn't yeah. need to be like a magical flu de flu it's like it's a fucking <laughs> pen you know yeah. and you're like into the point where like, there's something to be said where you just drop your reader and say here boom Here's the world. Figure out what the differences are. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you subtle clues to tell you what the differences are. But you, like your protagonist, are discovering the differences in the world. And I think that's something to be said for for Colleen. And because I had so many questions when when I finished Subversive, right? I think it's Subversive. Yep. Yep. And I was like, because I even asked you, I was like, what time period was supposed to be so confused? Yeah. And and because it's very misleading because you don't know you literally like it's kind of like it's it, it's an you know amalgamous it's like you don't know if it's if it's present time the 1940s you know maybe 19 you know oh. 1899 who knows because mm-hmm. like the all the um the uh technology is you know analog and and with this it was kind of like okay so 
there's magic users, but like, what does that look like to mm-hmm. those outside of the magic users community? Are there more of these people? And I think there's something um, awesome when you, you have the, the ability to drop your reader and say, I'm not going to give you much. I'm going to give you enough that I'm going to lead you and you're going to be interested enough to want to learn more about this world. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to lead you there. Um, and, and I, I, that's what I kind of liked about this. It was like, um, you know, we do have computers, we have, and so it seems like this world, but yeah, there's these magic users and okay, what is, what does that look like? And what does the magic, you know, like look like, how does it feel? That sort of thing. We do get that, but we, we learn it the same way our protagonist does. And I really like that part of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. And I've always been a big fan and I do, I think it's very prevalent in Gaslamp in general. So as like, as a genre, when you read a Gaslamp book, it tends to have vague world building yes where yeah where you are forced to use your imagination and not things are not going to be spelled out in black and white and i think colleen is um world building choices embody that really well and i love that i do i mm-hmm. like that too um but there is it yeah you're including your reader yeah 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 and they're forcing them to kind of make some guesses on their own uh, yeah in a lot of ways but for me that's something that i've always really loved um, I, you know, I love to just, just, just let my imagination go because, but then you, you, on the, on the other hand, you have the fantasy reader who needs all the details. They need it all yeah. in black and white. They want the 800 page. They want the, the language. Of, yeah. Sarah Game Moss. of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. They want Lord of the Rings. Everything. You need the Elvish and blah, 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 yes. blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, and, you know, and, and there's it's always like going to be a clash between those yeah. two like wishes, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like the way that Cowley did it helps move the story along more like the plot moves better when you're discovering along with along with your protagonist or along with the story because i feel like i'm i guess i'm in one camp over the other in that if you sit there and talk to me about what the world is like for fucking five to ten pages i'm I'm like you guys move on yeah like i'm and I think for the next piece of dialogue. Like I and just, I think there's there was this, there's something to be said. Like going back to to J.K. Rowling is that's sort of like we're talking about. <laughs> were we talking about Malfoy on this? I don't know if we're not. Yeah, we did. Not okay. on the episode. Was okay, it on the episode? Oh, yeah. I think it might oh, I think we were. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, she does the same thing. Like she leads you a little bit, but I don't still know what a fucking pumping pasty looks like. I don't know what. Right. I mean, we kind of get an idea of what the Sorting Hat looks like do we really know what magic looks like to them? Like we do because we have the fucking movies, but still like in the books themselves, no, we have an idea, but we don't have it spelled out to us in like black and white, but I can fucking tell you everything the goddamn hobbits ate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you know, there's something to be said for allowing. Yeah. And their fucking songs. (laughs) There's something to be said for Mm -hmm. allowing your readers to interpret things in -hmm. their own ways, because in, in that respect, the three of us just read the same book, but might have three different perceptions of what something yep. looks like. And yeah. I think that that's, that's a beautiful, beautiful. part of reading. So beautiful. Yeah. It's just being able to like, to interpret what you're seeing. I, I read over the holidays, I read um, a why choose that specifically at the beginning, it's called Tangled in Tinsel, in case you're wondering. Um, but at the beginning, it specifically says that the author tried to leave out physical characteristics of the heroine 
because she wanted people to be able to just picture themselves in it instead of like picturing a specific person the way that specific person mm-hmm. looked they wanted you to just fill in the blanks well, of whatever the, think about how Hartgrave grave says to her i see you as sepia toned you are you know plain brown hair plain brown you know, pretty much brown shirt, brown, that's how he sees her. And I'm like, and and that's how we get a description. We don't don't get the best description of him. He doesn't sound like he sounds attractive enough, but honestly, also first, our first bald hero. Bald hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, described like described as a vulture, like he's described yes! as a vulture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real long legs and just all mm-hmm. legs and arms. And he calls him wiry at least at yeah. one point. Yeah. So I mean, and she, all we know for, about her is that she's got brown hair, brown eyes. She yeah, brown hair. I couldn't even remember when I was like doing my stone casting. I was like, I have no idea what this woman looks like. But yeah. I mean, like you know, but and so it's like these two like moderately, who knows, like attractive people we don't know but it could be anybody you know and there's something hey uh um stephanie question for mm-hmm. you um yeah. <clears throat> we see <laughs> there's a debate on the podcast because we see <laughs> when we read we see we see pictures books, we see pictures, movies in our movies minds in our minds is that how you when you read is that how you see like yes absolutely okay like okay. movies yep okay yep. how could you not is there is there another way? I guess. Yes. There- I guess some people don't see movies in their minds when they read. Huh. Do they like just see themselves doing it? I guess. I don't think they see anything. That's so weird. I know. Those poor I, people. <laughs> I know. I mean, no. like I'm. I don't. I can't I, imagine it not being there. I'm kind yeah. of sad for them because it's actually like very fun and exciting to have it like that yeah. way. To have it I any other it. way would be. So someone said, someone pointed this out to me. I'm, I'm a writer and I always have been. And mm-hmm. I, Veronica, maybe this is true for you. And Ray, maybe this is true for you. But people just like, when they lay down to go to sleep, they just go to sleep. They don't what like is that. Like, they don't like, just sit, <laughs> they don't like just sit there and like, um, no, there's something I did in fourth grade that wants to come back and talk to me about that, about that moment. Thank you. Like, like the time that I peed my pants at some, you know, something that like back yes. in like, you know, grade school. Do you yeah. remember something embarrassing you said 25 years ago? This is the moment we're going to think about it. Yeah. 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 That or just like literally traveling to other places, like oh, and yeah. just imagining pretend yeah. worlds, hanging out with your imaginary friends, thinking about yeah. the books you read and like having conversations with them. Like yeah. people don't do that. That's yeah. I don't understand that. Don't. I, I tell I've told my mom like a few times because I don't I don't really get quality sleep like it's not really a thing. I, at one point, literally, the doctor did like tons of tests because I was like, I am tired all the time. It doesn't matter how much sleep I get. I am tired all the time. And this was years ago. This was before I had a child, so you can imagine now just how fucking tired I am. And they ran all the tests, and I literally got a letter in the mail that said, "All of your tests look good. We don't know why you're tired." And I was like, sweet. Thank you. Modern American <laughs> medicine. But like, I, I just don't feel like the quality of my sleep is good. And I've told my mom before, like, I feel like I go to sleep and then I run a marathon. And then when I wake up, it is as if I did not sleep at all. And it infuriates me because I'm fucking tired. Like, yeah. <laughs> I need sleep. But, and that's been like that a lot for me lately. So I don't know like what is happening, but it's it like, sounds like you have an overactive imagination, like literally, yeah. like your imagination is literally 
killing you. Yes, it's so amazing. I'm going to die so young because I just cannot fucking sleep. But I mean, I don't know if you guys, I can't meditate because my brain doesn't turn off. Like I'm constantly thinking. Like I was like, can you just clear your your mind? I'm like, no, because I'm going to start thinking of like a dark space. It's going to make me think (laughs) of outer space. And then I'm going to start thinking about fucking Star Wars or something. So no, no, it's not going to fucking work. Sorry. There's no, no namaste is going to fucking help me on this one. All right. Thank you. I love it when people try to tell me to relax. And I'm just like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Relax, my don't know relax, how to do that. Relax these, okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> my idea of relaxing is like putting on a movie and doing something else while I'm watching the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like knitting. Or earlier I was fixing like one of my like re-sewing something like my of my daughters. You know, like I'm constantly doing something. I'm never ever doing just one thing ever my 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 dad used to tell me because i had the same issues like i can't sleep and i would get you know get upset and i get my anxiety and my anxiety would be worse when i went to bed and he's like that's the time when like no he's like that time when you're going to bed he's like that's when because usually about my job not so much anymore um but like before when my job he's like that's the time that like they can't take from you that is the job oh. that is the time and i was like yeah good luck good good one I said, that's great that's why you don't sleep right that's right 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 that's- uh. That's why you have anxiety so bad. Cool. Cool. That don't don't, don't shit a shitter, dude. Don't shit a shitter. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Like he's not wrong. Like that is that he they should not be able to take that time away from us. Yeah. And yet he's being sweet about it, but I was like, fuck off. No. Right. Yeah. That's just not how my brain works. But thank you so much for thinking of me. Yeah. <laughs> so kind. So I don't even know all, where we left off. I loved this book. I thought it was very, very good. Um mm-hmm. I uh, I wanted more. I wish there was a second one, but I, I mean, don't think I gave my bottom bun. Did you not? I thought you I did. I don't think I did. I don't would you I like did. to give us your bottom bun? I would like to. Um, I it was very clever the way that she had Hartgrave communicate because he claims, and he's very adamant that he has never lied to her. But there was always something. Always something. Well, he wouldn't let her ask him about like personal stuff, but yeah. Yeah, but like, so for example, and I, I specifically made a note. Oh, when she found out where he went to college? So she she finds out all that stuff and he's mm-hmm. like, how did you know that? But What? Yeah. Yes. Um, before like the the action really starts to hit. Um, They're all like having dinner Mm -hmm. the night before. And he says to Daggett, may she forgive my many sins. And I wrote, well, this feels like foreshadowing (laughs) because I was like, that's not like, that feels weird. It's loaded. Yeah. That's a loaded statement. And there are many other loaded statements that he makes. Mm -hmm that she of course realizes later are like it it lends yes like it that careful way that she chose to have him communicate lends to the indecision for her later like the indecision for for daggett later with the position that she ends up in and she's like i literally don't know what to believe here Mm -hmm. and his words really lend to that and i thought that that was so brilliant that even as the reader i was like knowing this is a romance novel i 
don't know who to believe right now. You know, like you really, I. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. I really liked that. That's my yeah. bottom bun. <laughs> I liked it. I, yeah, he, he had like, there was, there was definitely like uh, a double entendre not, and a double entendre. I mean, like there's mean double meaning. Don't mean that's so much like, you know, sexy time. Although there was a couple of things that was, there was yeah, sexy yeah. time. Cause there was sexy time in this book, guys. There was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was hot. Yeah, it was. It was real hot. We'll get to that, but it was hot. It was hot. Yeah. It was hot. All right. <clears throat> so would you like, <laughs> Veronica, would you yes, like dear. to discuss? Oh, wait, how do we want to do this? Want to come back? Do ratings and stuff casting when we come back? Or do you yeah, want to do that? Let's okay. do that. All right. So first, would you recommend this book? Yes. As well. Absolutely. Yes. Myself. Yes. Okay, would this cool. embarrass our mothers? No. No. I don't think it would. No. My mom would, would enjoy it. No. We haven't discussed your mom. I would love to learn more about your mom. My mom is an absolute sweetheart. So like so kind and so sweet. And I, I don't want her to read any of my books. Please don't read. <laughs> oh, she, she has re- no she so my she read my debut and she wanted to read that with each book they have gotten steamier and you know the last one was of course there's horn sex in that one so <laughs> there's horn sex so yeah with, there is. with the second one she really really wanted to read it so i gave it to her i used a sharpie marker and sharpied out the sexy times and then gave her to the book to read and she's begged me to read she wants to read the others but i just i can't I, like i don't want to ruin christmas <laughs> this, this is the best thing i've ever heard my cheeks hurt right now oh my god it. that's so amazing because i've definitely thought like i will tell my mom like which pages to just skip yeah. through you know what i mean yeah yeah no. oh, and then it blows my mind too like my children are going to get older are they going to want to read this one day and i really don't want them to i don't want them to read my horn sex anyone else can okay just not anyone that's related to me please we actually asked sierra simone about this oh yes yes. i was like how do you like what (laughs) she's a third just a very (laughs) sex positive household yeah good for you i mean yeah, yeah. they know what, just, they know what mommy does yeah, yeah. but she also says that her dad her dad she goes i said her dad has never read any of her books but has bought all the as the nipple books as the nipple <laughs> covers he shows them to everybody but he's never read one of them um <laughs> did i mention on this podcast so i thought that my mom got me a vibrator for christmas oh <gasps> i don't remember what? if you have tell this story please hey what <laughs> During the break, I'll go get it and I'll bring it back. Down. Oh, I'm please show you guys do. What... Wait, she really did buy, buy you a vibrator? Hold on, hold on. So, okay. my mom gets us these, I don't know, I love her dearly, but she gets us all these like kitschy things like, you know, <laughs> I now have a, a tool that will help me move my refrigerator. Why? I don't know. Whatever. Now I have a tool <laughs> that will move my refrigerator. Fine. It's like a belt and it's got handles. I don't know. And we oh, all get I know same, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, we all get the same thing. Like either my sister and I and my dad, we usually all get the same thing. We all have like, you know, the thing that will break a windshield in case. Oh, yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. had to get out in yep. case the car goes into the fucking Lake Erie. Absolutely. Yep. And so we we usually try to when we're opening presents, try to open the ones that look at, at the same time that look like they're shaped the same. So that way it's not a big surprise later. Like, 
oh wait wait is that what i got okay well then i have to open this doesn't seem like but so i open this i think i'm the only one who got this one though which i know i have a lot of questions so um i open it i look at it i'm like i pick it up and it's this little metal thing and it's about like this big and it's like this like it's like a little metal oval and it's got a button on it and i'm like the oh, fuck no. is this and i look over at her because she's sitting next to me by the by this is also the third bottle of champagne that we'd all shared oh god and i was like is this a, thing? Is this a vibrator she's like I go, right <laughs> and she's like no no it's it was one of those fucking like um uh like um uh razor things like a little shaver a shaver for like you know but it looked like a fucking Vibrator, like yeah. it looked like a bullet. It looked like a metal bullet, and it because it That's came what in I was this like you and you were talking because it came in this like this box in like a corrugated like foam, <laughs> so that was like tightly packed in there. Like it was like certain things that come to my house from Adam and Eve come in, and I was like, <laughs> "What? Uh, I don't. I know I'm sad, but really, like <laughs> what?" And because I go, I just looked at her. I go, "Did you?" vibrator she's like what <laughs> so, and the other two were talking about whatever and and i just was like oh my god i would oh it took me it took me a second i took me about like took about three four lifetimes off of me that i thought my mom got me a vibrator no she got me to you know to remove the hair on my body obviously because i'm so hairy thank you oh my god <laughs> i i mean my heart would have stalled in my chest yeah it did for a second yeah, i started laughing sure. hysterically though i was like you got me a vibrator cool thanks because I might love my mom, but she would have accidentally bought me a vibrator and not no, knowing I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, because yeah, she would get from the, like Harriet, Car- like Billy was it Lillian Carter or whatever Vivian whatever magazine. She would have been like, oh, it's for your back, you massage. I'm like, no, mom, that's a that's a vibrator. It's a vibrating <laughs> one. It's, it's for sex. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I thought you could just use it on your back. It's a Hitachi one, well, but you know, whatever. Yeah, you can use it on your back. You can. No, it's for my god anywho mama ray fabulous anywho anywho so uh we'll take a brief respite we'll be back in two and two Mm. we're back we're back bitches it's never complete without it i know i get upset when you forget about it I mean, the, the time that you were on B3, it was weird that I did it. It felt real weird. Yeah, well. Felt wrong almost, but but so right. So right. <laughs> I am very excited to come back to B3 and do The Exorcist. Oh, <gasps> that's right. We're going to do The Exorcist. Yeah, that's right. Because it's, it's like gonna later be the, in the year, right? Yeah. they're it's, releasing um, the next one or whatever. Yeah, it's the guy who, it's um, David Gordon Green is doing The Exorcist. I believe that's what we were talking about. How many exorcists are there now? Too many. Is there, this is like a reimagining, I think. I think, but yeah, it won't be because we got a fucking lineup, guys. Uh, if you are interested, if anybody likes Jeepers Creepers, we are creeping into January with Jeepers Creepers month. Uh, we just finished Jeepers Creepers one and two, <laughs> where we said, "Can you still like a movie if you find out the director is a piece of garbage?" Yes, uh. yes. The answer is yes. It's still okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, and then we're going to finish off the month with Jeepers Creepers three and four, which are almost unwatchable. So there we go. Um, and then we're moving into black history month and we're doing all of Jordan Peele's, oh, um, nice. uh, 
Like oh, get, but, but, but out get Out. We're doing Get Out, Us, What's the next Nope, one? and then nope. we're doing Master, which is not Jordan Peele. It's just a, a newer right. um, um, by a uh, Black director. So yeah, so that's coming up on B3. Cool. Yeah. I'm okay. excited about it. Yeah, I'm super excited, except for not the you know this next month, this next week with fucking Jeepers Creepers three and four. It's fine. <laughs> How exciting! But we, I mean, it was Jordan, it was Justin Long, so we got to watch Justin Long. Yeah, it's all right. He's all right. He's easy on the host. I mean, he wasn't he Ray Wise. Ray Wise still looking pretty good in those movies. In that second movie, older man was was doing something for me. Uh, that silver hair was working anyhow uh let's uh how do we uh how do we do this thing would you like to tell the listeners how we rate these things i would be jizzed about it Thank so you. how we do our rating systems here on this show um we don't like to use star ratings because we feel like that's very subjective um in a way that cannot be quantified as well as romanticism and sexy times so we like to rate our our books on hearts and eggplants hearts Mm. are how romantical was this book did it burn the cockles of your heart and eggplants are how sexy was this book how how much did it make your lady bits tingle? Just a question. Okay, are you now right? pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> did you get pregnant from this book? Um, me, not me, IUD. Bopping that shit right <laughs> out of the way. No fucking thank you. We are done here. Um, so who would like to begin? Dearest guest. I will, like happily, begin? I will happily begin. Shall we start so, with hearts? Okay, we can start with hearts. Actually, can I go we can start with eggplants? Because I yeah, think, go for I, think I have my eggplant answer better. Happy so it's to listen to that. And it's one through five, right? That's how many yes, eggplants. One through five. Okay. So the thing about Colleen is she does this clever thing with her steam where it's like wholesome is the wrong word. It's not explicit. It's <laughs> no, still it's really not. hot right. though. It's yes. Like, it's really hot. But but she manages to avoid, I know some people cringe at mention of genitals for some, you know, for whatever reason. So if you are somebody who likes your steamy steam to be, um, you know, less spicy, this is Colleen definitely has your back. Um, so I would say for me that it's like a three, like right in the middle, because it's not fair, very explicit, yeah. but it's still yeah, really hot. Fair. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to co-sign on that one because there was nothing sexier than him magicking that condom. I'm not going to lie. When he magics that yes. condom in his hand, yep. I was like, fucking yes. yes. Like that yes. was hot. Like, I don't mean like, and, <laughs> no, and you're completely right. Like, it's not like it, nowhere after that, does it talk about him putting on the condom? Like he pulls yeah. it, you know, and, and I didn't need to know that. I know he put the condom on. I didn't need to fucking get mm-hmm. it. Like I'm fine with it. And it's yeah. fucking hot. It's still hot. Mm-hmm. So yes, cosigned. That yes. whole thing, I mean, because there's like one legit scene, like there's kisses before that, but there's like yeah. one home run scene and like, mm-hmm. it's hot. I mean, yeah. it's, it's real hot. So yep. like, I'm going to, I'm going to say like a two and a half, like only because 2.5 only because like it mm-hmm. real hot, but not like she, our mother's right. She, yeah. yeah right yeah exactly. we like let our moms read it yeah 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 it's the exactly. implications of sex that are hotter than yes. like actually being like 
throbbing members. It's fun. Yes. Which yes. I still like throbbing members. There was no mention yes, of folds. You. you know, yep. like it just or, or bodily fluids or juices. Right. Not every everything. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No. Nobody nope. negative <laughs> on that ghost rider. Uh, <laughs> negative ghost rider. <laughs> I also afterward, um that they, they're like chatting or whatever and uh and he is basically like really glad that uh you took the reins on that because i wasn't sure how much longer i was gonna be able to hold out like, <laughs> yeah. it was just so sweet yeah yeah it was so sweet yeah. very sweet and then uh, you know it's and and he's given her the reins. she has the you know the, she the has control. the control absolutely love it, love it. yep hearts so for hearts this is definitely a romance absolutely and completely mm-hmm. and it's an excellent one but there's also a lot of other plot going on mm-hmm. yeah and I, so i judge my hearts based on like how much is this story all about the kissing book stuff and all about right. the relationship and how much is it also about other things yeah so it's yeah. an incredible read but i think i i, I had it at like a, like a 3.5 there because mm-hmm. not not because the romance wasn't romantic it was very romantic but there's a this this isn't just a romance. Yeah. There's there's yeah. a lot of other stuff happening. So yeah, that's where I fair. landed with that. I'm gonna go three <clears throat> and it's for the every exact the same thing. And there is a scene towards the end that literally my cockles did hurt because he screams <laughs> at one point and my heart hurts so bad for him yeah. in this moment. Um oh. Ah. Oh, that hurt. But like you said, I mean, it's the balance. It's it is the balance of the two. So, yeah, I also went with three because I feel like it is romantic. It's a romance novel, but there's no like, there's no grand gesture. But they both clearly have strong feelings for each other, mm-hmm. and I this is sort of a he falls first scenario yeah mm-hmm. Agreed. although we don't really know we don't get his point of view so like we don't totally know that until it's already like we're already entering third back third act we're already in. scenario yeah. mm-hmm. you know like we're already there um which was like devastating to hear that you know like in the in that moment devastating but also mm-hmm. like beautiful because you know angst i guess pine tree just Weep and willow. Mm-hmm. Weep and willow. Yeah. Whomping willow. Mm-hmm. Oh, the whomping. <laughs> Jacob Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, shall we discuss stunt casting? Oh, yes. Yes, we should. And so, shall we start with the ladies? We always we like start, with, start the with the ladies because that's what, the boring part first. Okay. Yes. I mean, uh, and I, of course, I will all be, guess, honest with each other. Yes. I created. Um, SL's very own Pinterest board so Yay. that we can have her very own stunt casting board. Yay. So, so uh, guess first. Okay. Who did you choose for Emily? So I chose Zoe Deschanel <gasps> for Emily because, she's a, because she is so cute and animated and so pumped about magic. And some of the things she said, like that favorite line, I am become death, the destroyer. I can see Zoe saying that. Oh my God. I just saw her goofiness. Have you seen Tid Man with her in it? I haven't, but I love Zoe. It's actually, it was like, I watched it when it first came on 
<clears throat> was on sci-fi and it was on um i don't know if anybody watches pluto uses pluto tv as one of their apps but it was like and for those who it was a mini series on sci-fi it was like a retelling of wizard of oz <clears throat> and she plays like dorothy she plays dg oh, oh my god like i dressed like her for a long time <laughs> gorgeous <laughs> so i she love it absolutely beautiful and, and i, I will say like- that i Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that I love that Colleen doesn't do attractive characters. She usually, in all of her books, likes to make them very average looking. Like, they're average, mm-hmm. not lookers. You yeah. fall in love with them because of their wit and because of their trauma and their other personality. You know, you relate to them otherwise. So, but, and obviously Zoe Deschanel is gorgeous. But, um, so actually I asked Colleen who she would pick. And she picked, and this this pick made me so excited. I love this one even better than Zoe. She picked a Felicia Day, <gasps> who oh, I, I adore. Love it. I, I love, love Felicia, Felicia Day. Day. I oh. love everything that she has. I adore her. So. Oh my gosh, we never get to know who the author actually yes. was. <laughs> <laughs> She's also so on. They did. Um, they did a re, um, like a, a reboot of MST3K. And Felicia Day's on it. I can oh. see that. Because for like a split second, I was like, I wonder if Emily would be a redhead. Like for a second, I was like, hmm. And then I ended up just going a different way. But I almost cast a redhead. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. She plays, that. like, if anybody likes Mystery Science, she plays the Mads. She plays the Mad mm-hmm. Scientist on uh, MS2TK when it came back with Pat Oswald. So, ah, oh, Felicia Day's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love, love it. that. I just pinned some Zoe pictures for you. Perfect. Oh yeah. So if in our chat, we usually pin the pictures that we, yeah, we usually, uh, we, 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 so you can all, we can all share. We're a big all share the... um, oh my God. Uh, I will also <laughs> say like, I can really see Zoe in new girl as Emily. Yep. Did you ever see this? Oh yes. yes, I love New Girl. That's like her character there is kind of what Jess. Yes, yeah. I fucking love New Girl. Mm-hmm. Same. Also, Nick. Oh, well, right. Love Nick mm-hmm. so much. There's a um, line that he has that is fortunately because it's such a good line making its way around TikTok right now, and he's like, "Stop being so mean to me, or I'm gonna fall in love with you." <laughs> <laughs> So I'm putting all of these Zoe pictures. <laughs> well, the first was yeah in the uh, in the chat. FYI, I guess these ones from um from Tin Man. Oh my god! I definitely had all of these clothes because I'm a weirdo. Anyhow, um, <laughs> yeah. At one point, I used to dress like Meg Ryan, and then <laughs> I was dressing like Zoe I needed some guidance. They were my, you know. <laughs> I wish my bangs could be half as pretty as Zoe Deschanel's, but that's literally never going to happen. I have like an eighth of the hair that she does. I keep working Um, up, so I'm going to dye it black, so. I think that's going to look really good, legit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get some bangs. It'll be fine. Um, Dearest Ray, Mm -hmm. who is your Emily? Okay. Well. Somebody who is studious. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's got 
I send it? Oh, I did send it over. Okay. I know. I, I am not surprised in the slightest. Um. There you go. Oh, um, yeah. I picked Emma Watson. Um, yeah. Although she's absolutely gorgeous she's yeah of course i mean and so is joey Deschanel and um and felicia day but um she, you know she's got the she you know she's got the cred of going to brown and being super smart and uh i think her i think her degree was in lit lit history i think possibly so <clears throat> i don't know it just seemed it wasn't in literature <laughs> sorry Emma. that's what mine wasn't don't worry about it off chance that you ever listen to this podcast <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. So dear. Cool. Sorry. cool. That's my pick. It was Emma Watson. I like it. I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Studious. Yep. Intelligent. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. The moment brave, you said studious, I was like brave Emma cur- Watson. Brave, cur- you know, courageous, even though I think she should have gone into Ra- Ravenclaw instead, but it's fine. Uh, whatever. I mean, Gryffindors are courageous as well. It, well, no, that's, that's what they're there. Ra- Ravenclaws are smart. Oh, fair. Fair. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, but that would have been more difficult with the books, I guess. True. I mean, there's a lot of things that I mean. There's a come on. Let's let's all be honest. There's a lot of things right now that we could wish we could take back about J.K. Rowling. So yes, yeah, many things, many things. So right. So, anywho, I chose Peter to the giant squid. What? <laughs> um. I chose, um, I actually know this actress from Blue Bloods, believe it or not. I oh. went through a Blue Bloods phase. My mom loves Blue Bloods. Um, so this actress, I actually don't know how old she is. Um, her name is. Oh, it's the daughter. Yeah, okay. it's the daughter. Um, and it's actually kind of difficult to find photos of her that are not her with like super short hair. Um, Sammy Gale is the name of this actress. Um, on the show, there's like a lengthy period of time where she has like a pixie cut, which is fine, but like that's just not how I pictured Emily. Um, so anyway, she looks studious enough to me. Like she looks like she's very pretty, but she's not like I don't know, a yeah, crazy bombshell. Like she to me looks like a normal approachable kind of yeah, approachable. She like looks like someone who went to college finished college and now wants to pursue her phd you know like that's kind right. of might be obsessed with magic might be go. Obsessed she might be obsessed with magic you know mm-hmm. that but i you know i just kind of saw it also uh emily is like 26 25 like she's you know yep. young ish yeah. so kind of struck me i'm just saying i like it same like Hill. it Mom loves blue bloods. I did. I had to break it to her that it was not filmed in North in New yeah, in New New York. I said, Mom, it's filmed in Vancouver. It's not filmed in New York City. Yeah, the only no. thing it's filmed in New York City is fucking Law and Order. That's it. Yeah, I guess. Um, I will say, uh, the youngest of the brothers on Blue Blood, the blonde. Yeah. Um, the one who ends up he's marrying, a cop. He well, yeah, he's like a beat cop. And he marries Hot his partner, hell. right? He yeah, marries he's... his partner. Hot as hell. Yeah. Like like Liam. Like Liam yes. Hot. I... Maybe. He has mm. the features and the mm-hmm. he's he's mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did I tell you who I thought Liam was at one point? No, you didn't tell me. Tell me. No, I don't remember now. (gasps) You son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) I think it might, I think it was um, Andrew Garfield. I think that's who I pictured. Really? Okay. Have you guys seen this whole thing with Andrew Garfield and this adorable, like fucking reporter? No, no. Oh my God. So I saw this, it was, um, it was at the golden globes. I mean, I don't watch the golden globes, but, um, they, uh, I guess he and this report, this is the second time that they've come like, she's a comedian, but she also does this. Like, I guess she's uh, British and she does this like show it's called chicken shop date where she brings in celebrities and she's pretending to have a date with them. And this chicken, like chicken, like chicken shop, like, um, like chicken fried chicken shop in England. And, um, so, I don't know. I think E sent or no, the golden Globes sent her to interview people on the red carpet. And she, they, the fucking chemistry between the two he's flirting so much with her it's so cute like people are oh. shipping them all because he's like blushing and stammering huh l hunt is that her name i don't know i okay. don't think so that doesn't sound oh, no. no wait no sorry amelia dibman it's a yeah it's a weird last name it's a big long diamond go- yes Dime moldenberg yes if you see the red carpet like exchange between the two of them it's fucking adorable it's so (laughs) cute i i would recommend um because he's kind of like (laughs) it's he's he's almost like he acts like he's offended and like they have this it's he's something like she's like i was gonna invite you to my birthday at the end of the month and he's like well what's your star sign and she says when it was january 30th so whatever that is and he's like oh it's a it's a moon sign and he's like well i'm a sun sign she's like oh is that bad he's like no, it's actually really good. And he's very, 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 it's, is this, what are you sending? I just sent you a Guardian article about it. Yeah. If you can, yes, it's super cute. Oh my God. That's not the, that's this. not the, that's, that's not the interaction. That was their oh, first interaction. Oh, no, there um, one? there's another one. Um, we'll keep talking. I'll find okay. it and I'll put it in the chat. All right, Anyhow. We'll so yes. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> shall we move on to the boys? I think yes, we shall. Yeah. Thank you God. Want me to go, you want me to go first again? I do indeed. Okay. So my first choice, um, the, um, when I told Colleen, she, in her sweet and very polite way, shot this one down hard. But I liked it and it gave me good laugh. Um, I wanted to bring... Alan Rickman back from the dead, make him 30 and bald. And that's who I wanted to be. Oh, Our- I love it. <laughs> I love Hans Gruber. Fucking Hans Gruber, man. I felt like he had great vulture vibes. And yes, you know, I yes. could see him in a duster, you know, doing IT stuff. I and love that. Stuff on the down low. Um, that made her laugh a lot. And she's like, he, and she's like, you know, RIP. Uh, Alan Rickman and he was an excellent <laughs> Snape, but she no. So so my next choice that I was like, how about James McAvoy? Because I love him. Oh, and he doesn't look mm. bad bald. Bald. He does nope, okay. He does not. Oh my god, he does not. So she that one got her stamp of approval. That one okay. she said, all right, all excellent. Right. Oh wait, I'm looking at some young pictures of, of Alan Rickman, and I'm like, yep, get it, <laughs> get Fair, it. You know, 
holy shit, get it. Seriously, get it. <laughs> um, I, I'm a hardcore believer that Die Hard is, is a Christmas movie. So, yeah, it, um, oh, yes, I will die course. on that with you. I will die. Have on you guys seen Thank the event calendar with Hans Gruber? No. Is this something else I've got to put in the fucking chat? Yes, Jesus. <laughs> um, I, so I, the point of me bringing that up was that I typically rent that every year. Why my husband has not, like, he works for a place that should be able to get me that. Mm-hmm. So regardless, he, he should get on that. But uh, I have rented it like many years now in a row because to me, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So I usually watch it like after Christmas, actually, like in the week between. But, you know, still good. It's still a good movie. So I put both the interview with the flirting and the advent calendar in the chat. Oh, thank God. I I very much, I enjoy, I, I enjoy both of those. So you said McAvoy, right? Yep. Yep. And, and what did, and what did Colleen say? She said that that one was good. She's like, yep, okay, that she liked works. That. She I love him too. Okay. She that that one got on that the stamp of approval. Snake got, got laughed at really hard. Yeah. Oh, I- <laughs> okay. Listen, this advent calendar. Listen, I don't do the church anymore. Um, you went to the church of, of uh, Hans Gruber of Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza. <laughs> 10 out of 10. There are like two advent calendars I'm down with at this juncture in my life. This right here diehard advent calendar uh-huh. and like a book advent calendar right like you give me a book every single day and like that's oh, nice. my advent calendar yeah i know i, I thought you were gonna say the one i was like hey mr veronica for next year i thought you're gonna say the one from uh, christmas vacation that's fucking hysterical a little too jesusy for me but yeah for sure i don't think cousin eddie's gonna like pop out of anywhere <laughs> shitter's full anyhow shitter's full hallelujah holy shit where's the tylenol (laughs) every year i watch it while i'm wrapping presents every single year well so i um stephanie i'm sure you probably heard the episode when i said i didn't have electricity on christmas eve so i was (laughs) wrapping presents by candlelight i remember that one yeah (laughs) cool (laughs) all right would you guys like to know who mine is one thousand percent. yes i do all right i'm putting them putting them in the chat and it will make sense why i picked the person i picked booty booty boop <laughs> this is the first person that came to my fucking mind when i i picked fucking victor crumb um okay i love that we yes. all went with harry potter people wait <laughs> we did we are we just yeah um so this last picture is amazing um his t-shirt is amazing fuck? yeah right <laughs> what happened what happened to uh whatever his name is something something um it, stan yeah stanislav what, doesn't something, matter stanislav something something i don't know um yeah so it, i don't know it's it, it, it it's something hungarian which i probably should know but uh, hot hot hotter <laughs> hottest um i mean when i thought of bald man i was like okay okay i don't know why but i mean he's not wiry he's he's a bigger bigger dude but still i mean that's right it's fine hit it and don't quit it Mm -hmm. twice (laughs) on sunday don't don't quit it at all Mm -mm. holy shit he 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 turned out real nice (laughs) i enjoy the last picture with him and that fucking kylo ren t-shirt on i enjoy it uh the the shirtless one is very distracting 
My tattoo is pretty nice. They, they grow them nice and hungry. Okay. Hungarian horn, Hungarian horn dog, horn tail, horn tail. Let's go with horn. No, dog that'd be me. Now. That'd be I'd be I'd be the Hungarian horn dog. Yeah. <laughs> that little bit of Hungarian that I have. Um, fun fun fact, Stephanie. Um, so Mr. Veronica and I, when I met him, he had two cats. Okay, one of them, um, was not super vocal. She mostly chirped. <laughs> so she chirped, chirped. So she like it was more like this. It was like very much not a cat, a like cat feline noise. sound. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Every once in a while, she would cry, but not very often. Um, it was mostly just that little chirping. And we we kind of always assumed she had like asthma because she was found like in the insulation of a garage. You know, oh, so like yeah, you're not supposed to be like breathing that in, right? No, yeah. So uh, at any rate, at some point or another, like before I met Mr. Veronica, his roommate at the time had decided that our cat was just an old Hungarian woman. (laughs) And so there was a constant, like, um, really bad Hungarian accent that we would use (laughs) to talk about her consistently. So much so that when, like, our wedding rolled around, like, it became part of our wedding that, like... This cat had like an angry Hungarian that like that I was just like this lady who like lived with them now and like who is this lady? Um, at any rate, so like Hungarian is is just like a part of our household still. Like even sometimes it comes out with like when I talk about Winnie, like I just it will like slip out because Winnie likes string cheese and so did the cat. You know, like mm-hmm. did we get the cat back in the form of Winnie? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I'm I, my mom is my mom is Hungarian. She's half Hungarian, half English, and my grandfather is was very uh, Hungarian. If you saw him, um, and there is a pretty story. Um, their neighbor murdered his wife, and um, <laughs> I'm it's sorry. not a funny story. I'm not it's not a funny story because there was murder involved. But <laughs> funny story is that that unfortunately his their neighbor murdered his wife and the police came and there's my grandfather on television in a in a italian in a t-shirt beater. well i was gonna say italian t-shirt okay. <laughs> sorry i know it's not like a elegant way to talk about it but we yeah. all know what we mean yep italian <laughs> t-shirt a a do-rag wrapped on his head he has He's got a, he had a little bit, a little bit of a Hungarian accent. He's got, he was been painting and he had paint on his ear. It looked like a earring. And there's my grandfather talking to the, we had this on, on, we had recorded the news and we kept it for years. I don't know. I think it burned up in a fire, unfortunately, but this, this, this poor, like news people trying to talk be like, did you ever what did you think of him? He's like, ah, it was just a nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> like this guy who looked like my grandfather looked like he possibly might have murdered her. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Oh. We, we called it like <laughs> grandpa's hunky interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What is it called? Hungarian's hunkies. 
hunky interview. Yep. I'm so proud of you know our family origins. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, my, my, on the other side, my uh, my my I don't know how many great great grandfathers was a uh, uh, what, the, what were they called? Um, well, they sent them over here uh, because they were um, they shipped him over from Scotland because he was against he was for body Prince Charlie, so they sent him over. I forgot what the fuck they're called. But yeah, I mean. Just ex-cons in my family. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Ex-cons. Listen, again, we all have things that... It's fine. I'm proud of them. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Yep. Uh, okay, so you had Victor Crumb. You had yep. James McAvoy. Okay. I guess that leaves me. Listen. Um... Imagine listen, it's different when she says listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to imagine him younger, is all I'm saying. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to imagine him younger. I'll take him any way he wants to here's fucking bring yes. it. Yes. Like, here's the deal. He uh is still attractive. Yes. Marry the age. Okay. Um, I believe he's like 59 hang on i have um, he's 50 doesn't matter he's 59 <laughs> is, is exactly what he is i'd rather him be um, 69 ayo uh so his name is mark strong he is a british actor um he's been in many things including like the kinsman and sherlock holmes um when he again, actually has hair it's weird it is weird yeah like he i prefer him without hair yeah, I think also anymore, like, if I see ball. him with hair, I'm like, it's kind of like yes. Billy Zane now. Billy Zane yes. with hair seems weird. Yes, exactly. Um, he's attractive. I'm not sorry. Um, also, he's rarely photographed smiling. Which feels perfect, too, though. Exactly. Right. Hartgrave never fucking smiles. No, he's not a smiley guy. No, he smiles, like, one time during this book. Mm-hmm. Just one. Is that Bucky S. Barnes? Hmm? He does. He gives absolutely no fucks about us. Nope. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's my stunt casting. So attractive. Just, you know, me chilling with Mark Strong. <laughs> How is he 59? How does he look like that? I don't know. Genetics. He's also 6'2", real real nice and tall. Okay, so I guess that uh, we... Did anyone else cast anyone else? I didn't. I did not either. Um, Why didn't I? I don't know, because I feel like we could have cast Bernie and and Willie. I did love Bernie, but I didn't cast him either. For some reason, I was thinking Willie as a large, like 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 an older, heavyset, black band for some strange reason oh i think it was the pork pie hat we were talking about having a pork pie hat but um, i didn't cast it i was like i bet i a picture and having like a german accent okay i can see yep. it i can see it i liked both of them actually another uh pro that i could have discussed was like just like you kind of brought up like the geriatric offenders like there's the three of them <laughs> it was hysterical to me i just loved all three of them and how that evolved over time and like after the action happens and like how they kind of figure their shit out and it's just so lovely 
Um, okay, so I guess at this point in the show, we have finished talking about the book. So mm-hmm. what have people been reading outside of this? Steph, have oh, you had any time to read anything with like, you know, your book launching and becoming, you know, getting that orange <laughs> little seal of approval? I do. I actually just, so after, shortly after finishing um, Colleen's book, I messaged Ray and was like, you need to read this right now. Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a short, quick read. It only took, I feel like it only took me a couple of hours. It's so it's definitely short, um, but it's by, it's by Kate Pryor and it's called Love, Laugh, Like. And um, in terms of eggplants, there are at least three. And I don't mean for ratings. I mean that <laughs> the, the <laughs> Dark Lord, who is um, the MMC in this book, has three eggplants hidden underneath his <laughs> dark cloak and it, it highly enjoyable I mean, it, it, it's very spicy but it's also very funny um it's kind of an office romance monster romance mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and i just highly recommend it i laughed out loud wait I, did you send this like i've, I've seen this cover did you yeah, send, I it sent, to, yeah, I sent it to okay. ray and was All like right. ray i need you to read this because i need someone else <laughs> To just have read this book too. No, it's and... really good. It's honestly very good. I because I think I actually looked at some of her other. I actually read a lot of her other stuff too. I went through her oeuvre, and um, <laughs> oeuvre, and uh, I really. That she's, word. Like, it's very much. It's enjoyable and like, she, it's there's a little bit of like consequence. Like you, she gets heartbroken in that one in this book yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that I had read it. I was like, I went you back, guys I are like, pine oh, trees. We are pine trees. <laughs> We like that third act breakup. It's we so do. gratifying. What is that? Like in the groveling that comes up, like it's just good. Oh, groveling. Yes. A plus. Love the groveling. I love, I love we want groveling. men to be able to we put them on our fucker thumb. That's why. Well, <laughs> yeah, that is what we want. I'm not, I'm not sorry. And I'm also not rebuking. I, all, I also read the, this is what made us talk about skeleton penises. Uh, yes. yes, it was. Yes, it <laughs> was. Yep, and, and then I type the things that I never want to type ever again in my life. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> dick holes. Thank you, dick holes. Uh, I, I read it on I, the podcast. That was enough. Yes, you did. <laughs> so huh? sorry, I interrupted you. What else have you been reading? Oh, <laughs> uh, other than that bonkers romance that I just talked about, which I highly <laughs> recommend. I think everyone should read it. It's tons of fun. Um, yeah, I also I also read The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy, which is a fucking adorable and wonderful. Enemies to lovers, goodness. Nice. Um, so good. Nice. Yeah. What's it called again? The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy. And it's by oh, God, um, okay. Megan Bannon. And it's... It's a good one. It's worth worth a read. Highly recommend that one too. Oh, it has an editor's pick banner. Oh, well, well. How do you get that? Well, Latina. I know. I know. I have no idea. My goodness. Fascinating. But Veronica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me. Um. Okay. So I. Um. Aside from this book. I, to be honest, like since the holidays, maybe since Gracie and the Grump, I've kind of been in a reading slump. 
I've just had a hard time like finding something that's like capturing my interest. Um, mm-hmm. And so what I, we have a book club at, um, at work. And um, one thing, what we're reading right now is by Gabrielle Zevin, Zevin um, called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And it's, it's interesting. I'm listening to it actually. Um, it's interesting. It's about like, people making video games essentially like something that Veronica would or Mr. Veronica would be like semi-interested in, but there's a lot of other stuff that I don't know that he would be interested in, but it's cool. I'm enjoying it. Um, I want to throw one of the characters into oncoming traffic, but you know, like whatever that's, that's fine. (laughs) Um, it's, he's fucking terrible. Okay. Like he's her professor and he gets into a relationship with her and it's like shitty. He's fucking terrible. Also, he's married. Oh, yeah. And his family is like back in Israel. And so like, you know, like we're separated. Like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Do not want. Do not want. Um. Anyway, speaking of uh, switching gears here, speaking of authors that we know, um, there's I've read like everything that Amy Penza has written. She has a new one coming out in March that I already pre-ordered. It's about vampires. Um, but one of the, there's like two books that I had not read that she has written. One of them is like a stepdad deal. Nope. Cause I struggle with that. Um, but this one I had been like putting off, it's called feral protector. And I have been putting it off because like, it's about, you know, it's like a post apocalyptic kind of deal. And like, there's a virus that went and I was like, this hits too close to home, <laughs> <laughs> but it's short. And so after I finished, um, the opposite of magic, then I was like, I could do for like a short thing that just kind of like gets me through something kind of quickly. Um, it is, it is a post-apocalyptic, there's a virus thing happening, but like it's a virus that turns people into wolves, right? So like, it's not quite the same. It is interesting. There's definitely like a climate change discussion where like there's lots of wildfires and like glaciers melting and stuff, but uh, it's good and spicy. Mm. Ooh, like it. So 10 out of 10 recommend uh, Feral Protector from Amy Penza. And I'm very much looking forward to her uh, vampire romances that are coming out. Um she has a lot of like a lot of shifter romances and mostly wolves, but she also has bears. And I was hesitant, but am on board. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and I'm not sorry. Nope. No one's sorry on this podcast. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry nope. for shit. Mm-mm. So uh, anywho, recommend that. Nice. Ray. Well, I read this amazing book. <laughs> and um instead of me gushing about it because i could and i have um if you go to our website uh or go to our goodreads you'll read my review where i gush about it um i'd like um the author of said book to maybe give a little plug about her book so guys i needed a book into the universe (laughs) yesterday it is called court of tricksters and i think that if if you love historical romances and fantasy and the idea of these things being mashed together real hard, if you like faded mates, if you like fae and fae bargains and kidnapping, the sexy kind of kidnapping. Sure, of course, always. Yes. yes. Erotic hand washing and the idea mm-hmm. of a 
uh-huh. uh, persnickety, snarky, um, familiar best friend who's also a demon cat. If those things sound exciting to you, I highly recommend uh, you pick up Court of Trist- Tricksters. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. It's only 99 cents until next Friday. It's at the new release price right now. Nice. Um, yeah. Can I read my favorite line? Oh, please do. I'd love that. Yes, please. So my favorite line, <laughs> and I think it might be your favorite line, actually. I think it is. Um, is uh, hold on. I'm trying to now. I'm trying to fucking find it. Um, damn it. <laughs> I'm looking Wait, through my. I'm looking okay, through my. Review. While you're looking, can I ask a question? Yeah. Um. All right. So it's on Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Uh, new release price is ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. It is two hundred and fifty four pages. If I read on Kindle Unlimited, do you get paid more than you would if I paid ninety nine cents for the book? If you it, if you read it on Kindle Unlimited, I would get paid more than ninety nine cents. Yeah. The end. Thank you very much for that information. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're welcome. So my favorite line in this whole book is, and it is, I want to walk with you through the stars for the rest of forever. And it's literally a line between a cat and a, and and a human and and a being and a, not a human, but a a person. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous to think about that. Like think it's what, I'm going to get all teary I'm thinking like, like what my, I would love my dogs to think that same thing to me. It's like, I want to walk with you forever through the stars and be with you forever. Oh, girly. This, this book made me cry so many times. Why are you making me cry? I mean, there's so many like lines I could, do you still dream of me? The naked passion is voice and a liquid heat through, through coursing through her. I dream of you every day. Then every night I awake in hell. Girl, 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 girl. Look at you um, being like, Veronica, you made me cry. Whereas like, I'm just hearing like out of context moments from your new book. <laughs> Tears in my eyes. No. Damn it. Guys, pick it up. Please pick it up. I just did. I just downloaded it on Kindle Unlimited. Yay. Um, And um, I... Just I I was I was reading it. I mean I have an I have an arc that I'm I'm sitting on just because I have to finish it. Um, I I want to read because I think it'd be really funny. I think I want to get your both of your guys' expressions on this one, and I think you'll both enjoy it. I'll tell you the name of it after I read you this. I faintly registered that I left the show running, and a blush stole up my cheeks. I didn't mind sharing my love for the Matthew McFadden version of Pride and Prejudice. I mean, come on, what woman of the 21st century wasn't love wasn't in love with that movie? It took Austin's lovely story and condensed it into a visually gratifying, time manageable movie. But this, the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice, was for the real fans, the ones who appreciated the accuracy and devotion to the details, details that could really be only included in a six hour version uh, uh, i'm reading um the one I, I the other one i thought i'd give a mention to was i'm reading um i'm not charlotte lucas by uh casey stockton it's it's adorable it's a clean romance um the character lead character is literally named charlotte lucas her best friend is named beth her younger daughter your younger sister is named mariah so she doesn't want to end up with mr collins and uh 
Yeah, she goes on like a like a, a blind date with her neighbor's um, grandson, and it's he falls first, falls hard, mm, and it's his name's Liam. Oh, what are you gonna do? It's a hot. What are you gonna do? And uh, she says he looks like Liam Hemsworth and Bradley Cooper. So there you go. Um, it's very sweet. It's it's very sweet, and um, I, I I enjoy it. So I'm about like halfway through. It's a very quick read too. It's really, it's real short. So heads up. Casey's talking. Awesome too. So love that. Um, Ray, have you been listening to anything? So <laughs> I mentioned on the anniversary show, I have, I don't know what happened to me, but I have regressed. No, I'm going to say, <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to own it. I don't fucking care. I love this 28 year old guy. He's so fucking awesome. I would, it gives me hope for the generation to come that all men are like this, that all guys that are coming up in the world are social justice warriors. Like this gentleman is he's funny. He's, he's like, he, he, so his name is Kurt, Curtis Connor. He's a comedian from, from, um, from Toronto. Um, if you look at him, he's got a fucking mullet and a mustache and he's, but he's, he's quite handsome. He's very, very funny and he's humble and he's got a bit of a humility. That's very, it's, it's, it's charming, but he, um, he has also a podcast to go along with his YouTube page. And the reason I bring him up and I think it's very important. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing him up is because he has just had last, the last couple of episodes Uh, of his regular feed on YouTube and his podcast, there is this asshole out there. His name is Russell Hartley. He considers himself this dating coach. He's not a dating coach. He literally at one point has likened women to a stable of horses. You have a stable of horses. Yep. Mm -hmm. That you, you know, you use to like go, you know, you use every so often you bring them out to different events you know you fuck and then you let them go back to the the fucking stable but none of them they start getting really like start asking questions and start being like where is this going then you release them to the pasture a noob right mm-hmm. so russell hartley is now part of siren this siren agency and the reason i'm bringing this up and i think it's very important is because the siren agency is reaching out to young girls through tiktok and instagram and it's like do you want to be an instagram model for us do you want to be an OnlyFans model for us and what they're doing it's it's human traffic that's what's happening is it's true right. true human traffic trafficking young girls they're like when you, they want you to sign this contract where they're taking 30% of your daily wages. That's like from whatever your site is. If that's OnlyFans, if that's Instagram, whatever. And then if you don't pay them their invoice every day, it's a hundred dollar like fee on top of that. Um, <clears throat> and like they've doxed people, they've doxed their own clients to like uh these people who like are their customers like oh here's this person's real fucking name so russell hartley is one of the co-owners and co like uh creators of this fucking company and so he's trying to like um 
raise awareness of this because there are some girls out there that will sign up to this shit because they see, oh, someone wants me to be an Instagram model. Someone wants me to be an OnlyFans model. And it's like, yeah, but you got to really pay attention to what you're signing up for. So I really encourage you guys to like, and what, and what I really like about his stuff is he, he calls these people out. He's like, there was a one YouTuber in particular that he called out because they were doing these like, you know, pranks with my girlfriend. Well, he pranked her like, I mean, pranks, they're both in on it. It was a domestic abuse prank where he was supposedly beating her on a balcony where he hid fake blood and he was pretending to get in a fight with her. And the people inside are like, holy shit, what do we do? And Curtis is like, I think you should one, take that down, please. Also, whatever the proceeds, because it was all ad revenue. He's like, you should donate that to like, I don't know, a a woman's like assault, like relief agency. He didn't. He's like, oh, I made it private. He's like, but you didn't delete it. But you didn't delete it. Mm-hmm. And he made a private and you didn't do He's like, I made $90. Like, well then donate the $90. He, on the other hand, donated all the money from his video and then raising like $18,000 for a woman. But it's like, so those are the things I want to kind of point people to is like more social justice mm-hmm. areas. But, um, so that's why I'm kind of recommending this. Like I, he's funny. You'll enjoy him. He, he goes off the wall. He's a little bit like he's 28 years old. So he's, you know, he thinks he's really super funny and he is, but you know, it's 28 year old humor sometimes, but, um, I, I would hardly, I mean, I would totally, you know, wholeheartedly recommend. Oh, I, as a person with a daughter, um, oscillate daily between the net, the necessity of the internet for my chosen career and um, aspiring career and also, uh, wanting to move to the mountains of Montana and never speak to another human again. And I would say that this has reiterated perhaps my desire to do that. Well, if it makes you feel better, he has many, many, many more likes creators, you know, and, and likes and supporters than these smaller things that he's like, <laughs> I didn't know this, but there's supposed to be this convention called the 22 convention. He, he, he highlighted it on his channel. It was by men for women. And it was oh, pretty much I like, hear about that. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty much like, um, you're not worthy unless you're beautiful and you just do everything for your man sort of thing. Like if Sorry, you have I'm any sort of finished drinking this way, yeah, if you have any sort of like views about social um awareness for women then you're just obviously an ugly hag who doesn't care about like you know doesn't yeah again cool just gonna, you know what, I'm just also charged a thousand dollars a thousand dollars a person yeah so yeah i love being a woman in america yeah so <laughs> Oh fucking Christ. Um So I'm sorry I was a downer, guys. I'm sorry I brought it down. Oh my god. Okay, so anyway, um SL Prater put out a put out a book yesterday. Super exciting. Um the cover is beautiful, the content is gorgeous. So please uh, all of check your that covers out. are gorgeous. Like all they of are. your covers are gorgeous. 
they Thank are you i um you I know we have not taken finished. credit for any of them but that's kind <laughs> of was i send you one day i was like can i have this and in in in, in, in paperback please can i have this now <laughs> <laughs> um actually we've not finished our um barrage of instagram posts about our best ofs from the anniversary show because you know i have like a family and a full-time job um but i believe you continue to appear i think you're I one it. of our favorite covers actually i think wasn't it of roses and rituals or was it of yep. Pisces hexes shows yep. up <laughs> so anyway that's upcoming uh regardless that just came out. Very exciting. Um, Quarter Tricksters, please check it out on Kindle Unlimited, or you can purchase it at the bargain price of 99 cents at the new release price for just a few more days. So, you know, hop to it, people. Um, <laughs> at any rate, uh, coming up, what do we have next? We have an ARC um, from Fallon Ballard called Just My Type, because Ray knows that I am a sucker <laughs> for romance it's about writers he sent them to her i'm like do you want to read this one i'll put in for it and uh shocker of all shockers veronica wanted it so uh we are reading just one type of felon ballard um it actually comes out on the day that our episode will release um and after that we have yet to decide what book we're going to read but we will have um a guest author on the show so that will be exciting. Um, should we say who it is? Sure. Um, it's Emily McIntyre, who we read from uh, in season, well, season one, quote, um, we read Beneath the Stands. Uh, she has since come out with a dark romance series based on like fairy tellings of fairy tales. Yeah. Um, she's like hitting the heart, the dark romance section hard and is doing very well for herself. So nice. uh, we will be reading something from her. Um, Twisted comes out very soon, I believe. Um, but we'll be talking to her about that entire series from it was Hooked and Twisted and Wretched are also others. But mm-hmm. I, there's another one and I'm forgetting it. Um, Wretched, I think, is was Wretched is the Wicked Witch one, right? Is that what it is? Which one is the Aladdin one? Because mm. I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of interested in that. So, hang on. Oh, crap. Oh, uh, so Hooked, which is Peter Captain Pan. Hook and Wendy. Yep. Yeah. Um, Scarred. Lion, Lion King. King. Mm-hmm. Wretched. And then Twisted. I want to say Twisted is, the is Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Aladdin. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. At any uh, rate, that comes out actually February 7th. So uh, we'll be talking to her. Not sure what book we're going to read actually for the show. Right. But we'll be talking to her about the whole series. Yep. Coolio. Yeah. And as for March, I have no idea. We haven't gotten that far. Nope. We're a bunch of Irish books. I don't know. Anyhow. Um, we're not. I was actually wondering if we should do like, I mean, it is Women's History Month. So well, I was wondering. But I mean, we read women's books every month. So. Well, right. But I have an idea. I'll send. I'll send it to you okay. privately. Send it. Send it to my. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I have your phone number, so I guess yeah, send it to my people. <laughs> Anyhow, I'll send it to your people. They'll talk to my yeah, people. My people talk to your people. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, we only respond. We only communicate via email after this. Um, <laughs> where do you um, find us? Oh, uh, well, you can find us on our website, chickletbookclubpodcast.com. You can buy our merch, chickletbookclubpodcast.threadless.com. You can find us on Twitter, I guess. At Chicklet- 
at Chicklip Podcast. <laughs> find us on Instagram. Chicklip Book Club Podcast. You can find us on TikTok. Chicklip Book Club. You can uh, find our spank naughty list and our stunt casting on Pinterest. Chicklip Book Club Podcast. You can email us your constructive criticism at Chicklip. Chicklet Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube at Chicklet Book Club. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, I mm, guess. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and then one day we will have our Patreon fully set up, I promise. It's, it's there. It's there. Yeah. I was writing a book, you guys. I was busy. I have COVID. Yes. This is not the only thing we do, is what we're saying. <laughs> I have 14 <laughs> podcasts. It's <laughs> soon to be 18. Listen, we this is a labor of love and we truly do it because we enjoy it. Um and it makes sure that we get to see each other and then talk to our favorite authors on like a semi-frequent basis. So right. you know, we're glad you're along for the ride, basically. Yep. I would like to thank our guests for this evening for From joining the depths us. Depths of the cockles of, my of heart. our heart. Yep. <laughs> Way down Absolutely. There. Yes. It's Anytime. I love it. I love hanging out with you guys. Oh, it's absolutely. been a fucking joy. I Absol- loved every minute of it. absolute joy. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Ray and Stephanie, how is it that we end this show? <laughs> I'm going to let Stephanie take it. The most obnoxious way possible. Thank <laughs> you. <gasps> Bye. 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 There's no way Zoom's going to handle this. Like, there's no possible way. (laughs) 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 Zoom's like, fuck this. I am out. (laughs) There's three of you this time? Fuck Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs)